The Google Podcast app is going away in April. Right now, I want you to take a look at the podcast app you're using right now. Maybe it's time for a new one. Check out podcastapps.com and try a new one for free right now. That's podcastapps.com. Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Connie Thiessen. Are you a journalist considering a career change? Karen Tankard wants you to know there is life after journalism. The former CBC Vancouver reporter turned communications professional stepped away from a two-decade career with the public broadcaster and hasn't looked back. She now wants to help other journalists thinking about a career transition and is hosting an upcoming series of Zoom panels featuring former media types who've successfully done just that. I caught up with Karen for a socially distanced chat near her home in downtown Vancouver. Hello, I'm Karen Tankard, and I spent 20 years at the CBC in British Columbia working for CBC News, primarily in radio, but by the end of my tenure there, I was also doing uh, television and writing for the cbc.ca BC site, because that's what the industry had become, one person doing the job of what used to be three people. I left 10 years ago taking a communications job with a lot of questions about whether I would miss reporting because I had been doing it for so long and going into communications believing that potentially I didn't have all the skills that I needed and that is one of the big things I discovered that while a media background is fantastic for some things people who are looking to make that transition, especially depending on the, the size of the city they're living in, um, need more skills before they make, make that jump. I want to start by asking you how you knew it was time to step away from journalism. Wow. Um, I think I knew for maybe even a decade. My first job in radio was at CKWX in the um, music library in 1981. And so I did that for a few years and I worked as a researcher at CKNW and then I ended up at the CBC first in Vancouver as a casual. Then I went to Prince Rupert uh, for that full-time coveted staff job and eventually I came back to Vancouver. I was laid off by the CBC during one of their many layoffs and I was hired back. But I think it was about a decade I was thinking, well, you know, I'm in my mid to late 30s now. Maybe I should be looking at doing something else, but do I have anything to bring to the table for another employer and I didn't really have a ton of confidence during those years and I think anyone who's worked in a newsroom knows that newsrooms are tough environments to work in and maintaining your self-esteem can be a real challenge at times and so I wasn't feeling like I had much to take to another employer so I didn't make a move possibly as soon as I should have. So how did you begin that process of determining what was next for you? I had been teaching at BCIT in the part-time studies program um, starting in 1997 and so I always had that in my back pocket. Not that it was going to transition into a full-time teaching job but I always had that little bit of extra money coming in during the year. So the first thing I did was I finished my undergraduate degree and then pursued a master's degree on top of that and then took a year off 2008 and went back to Royal Roads and did a 
professional uh, certificate in professional communications management. And that was easy to do in as much as you do a week at Royal Roads as a residency, then you do online for six or seven months, and then you go back and finish the residency for three days. So I was able to get that communications background, some of the things that I lacked during that period. And then, like everything else, everything is contacts in this business. And I was at CBC and I was assigned to a breakfast, to cover a breakfast at a hotel in Burnaby, where I ran into an old reporter friend of mine who was doing communications. And we were talking about, you know, kind of grumbling about the industry. And I got back to my desk and 30 minutes later, he phoned and said, hey, I've heard about this temp job doing communications at an organization I'm connected with, and they'd like to talk to you. So it, it happened, it presented itself. I was terrified at the time, but I elected to uh, make the leap and I've never regretted it. So you're hosting this series of Zoom panels with former journalists talking about new career possibilities. Was that prompted by discussions you're having with other peers? Is it prompted by, you know, what's a very tumultuous climate for journalists right now. Tell me about the timing of this. It was a whole bunch of things that really came together. First of all, I'm teaching a communications course, a 100 level communications course, really introducing students to issues in communications in Canada. So there's a lot of talk of convergence, you know, all the media organizations coming together. We're also talking about citizen journalism and what's happening to newspapers as they move to digital platforms uh, and reducing their print cycle or eliminating completely their print cycle. So I've been thinking about it, you know, ways to try to communicate this to my students. But also I follow a Facebook page called What's Your Plan B? And it's based in the U.S. And it's journalists who have been laid off or people who want to leave the industry and they really don't know what to do and in fact some of the the stuff is really sad but I related to it because you have people saying oh you know I've got this job offer but I don't think I can do it and and you know journalism is my calling and and I'm not ready but I can see you know the writing on the wall one day on the site I noticed that there was a, a webinar called life after journalism and it was put together by a group of former journalists who worked for the Chicago Tribune And so they conducted this webinar, four or five people talking about their post-journalism careers. And I thought, this is a really great idea. I'm I'm going to borrow this uh, with full credit to the people in Chicago who did it. And I thought it would be great to do here. A few years ago, I pitched to one of the schools a 12-week course where I would, that would be for journalists or people who are interested in working in communications where one week I would talk about basic graphic design and the next week I would talk about photography and editing and the next week I would talk about InDesign and just kind of running through all the things now you need to secure one of those communications jobs. I think it's hard for anybody to make a major career transition, but maybe more so for journalists because the job becomes such a large part of your identity. How did you manage that process, Karen? I totally understand where that comes from, but I worked in radio. So my identity was not wrapped up in having a television persona where... And this is not to suggest that people work in television because they like being recognized in the supermarket. But I think that may play into it for some people. 
but because I worked in radio, I was in, I, I wasn't, nobody knew me. Some people who listened to CBC knew my name, but I didn't think that my identity was wrapped up in being a CBC employee and being a CBC on-air personality, but I didn't know for sure. So that was a concern. I thought, am I going to miss this? Am I going to miss associating myself with this incredible Canadian institution? Ultimately, it wasn't an issue for me, but I can see why some people would not see the glamour necessarily that they're used to in a job in communications. And that may be an impediment to them stepping forward and looking for a new career. So let's talk about the speakers you have lined up for the first Zoom session. So the first Zoom session is Monday, September 28th. I have three panelists lined up for this webinar, for this Zoom meeting. One of them is uh, Eric Dennison. He's a former CBC reporter. He was in Vancouver and then he was in Edmonton. And now he's in Australia working on a PhD. I also have Dixon Tam, who is a former newspaper reporter, community newspaper reporter in uh, the Lower Mainland area, Vancouver. And he is doing communications now, working for one of the health authorities. And I have Steve Hawkins coming on as well. And Steve, I've known Steve for decades. He was a, a shooter for CKVU, which became Global, which became City TV. And he is now an activist and an artist working on projects with his wife. Okay, so how do people log in? to your event? Well, this is the first, I hope, of several events. I have a second one scheduled on Tuesday, October 7th, with different panelists from the communications and education industry. And if there's take up on this, I will keep going because I really think those of us who have made the transition, and it's a terrifying one, do have stuff to share. We can share. And everyone's experience is different. So if people want to get on either of the Zoom calls, they can email me at one word life after journalism at pm.me i know that's a bit of a weird <laughs> but life after journalism at pm.me and i will send you the link within 36 hours of the zoom call happening and you've also mentioned that participating in this is confidential Absolutely, because one of the things that I was concerned about when I was looking to make a transition was if my, and it could have been paranoia, but if my superiors find out that I'm looking around, talking to employers on what is affectionately known as the dark side, that that could affect my, not necessarily affect my employment at CBC because it's a union shop, but was certainly not going to score me any extra brownie points. So for people who want to come on the call, when I send out the Zoom link, I will also be sending out a graphic on how to change your name in Zoom and people can uh, go in under whatever name they want. They don't have to turn their mic on to ask questions. They can type questions into the chat or they can send me questions in advance. I'm really concerned that I, I want people to know that they don't have to worry about themselves being made public participating in this because people may tune in and listen and decide, hey, you know what, I think I'll stick with journalism. That is my calling. I love it. And I see myself retiring in the industry. Do you have any thoughts you want to close on? Just that I left journalism in my late mid, well, mid 40s. 
with a few years beyond mid. <laughs> and I was terrified because, you know, um, as a woman, you get to a certain age and you begin to question your value. And I wondered whether I could remain, I, I could, first of all, somebody would hire me, whether I had the skills to be employable, whether I had the confidence and the abilities to do the job. But my life has been improved a thousandfold. And I'm just so happy with what I'm doing now. I'm working in communications. I'm a digital campaigner, so I'm getting to learn all the cool digital stuff. I have to stay on top of everything. In fact, I'm doing a course in social media marketing at George Brown College in Toronto just to keep my skills up. But my life has improved immensely. You know, I listen to the radio, I listen to CBC every day, and I hear you know my friends who are still there, and there are days and times when I miss working in journalism, like the day of an election call, but I'm happy that I made the move when I did. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Our thanks to Karen Tankard. You can find out more about Monday night Zoom session in our events section at broadcastdialogue.com. For Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast, I'm Connie Teeson. for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.